from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. My voice has been in and out, you know, for the last week, but I feel good. I feel like it's coming back. I feel like it's it's getting there, you know, and because I speak for a living, as my buddy Evan told me, one of my best friends, he's like, you got you to protect the cords, bro. He's like, your voice, he's like, that's your moneymaker. So it's, like, it's true. So, you know, I, it's been a little bit hoarse, you know, a little bit raspy. But I, I, uh, I, I've, I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, I didn't miss a single show because that's what professionals do. And, you know, and that's the thing, you know, keep living life, man. If things aren't working out, if you're not getting what you want, if people that are supposed to love you don't love you and, and you want this, but this doesn't happen and, you know, you're not making this or you're not doing that, don't focus on the money. Don't focus on materials. Don't focus on the people that don't care about you. Focus on your happiness and your sanity. Surround yourself with people that are loving, caring, and wonderful. Be around people that love and support you and build you up and never break you down. And spend some time yourself. I got, you know, it's like we all have material stuff, right? I have a hat that I like or sneakers that I like or an action figure or a comic book. You know, okay. But at the end of the day, all I wanted for my birthday was people. People to be around that love me and just give me big hugs and have a good time. I probably had, like, I don't know if I could have pulled off a better party in two days. And that's because of everybody that showed up. And shout out to Jay Cartini. We've worked together for almost a decade. He, you know, he's uh, obviously at Carvel DeWitt. And he brought a massive cake, and and he came out to the party, and he's just he's just a great guy, and he has been there for me through and through for as long as I've known him, from really the day that I sat down and met with him, from our third meeting, it, it was on so to speak, when it came to our friendship and our working relationship. So, you know, every single one of you is great, and you know, I I just <laughs> I can't say enough about everything. My party started with my, my guy, Eric, taking me, my, my co-host, Mr. Bunch, one of my good friends. He uh, brought me out for my birthday brunch. And uh, that was right around noon, like 1220. And, uh, and, and, and my party officially ended when I went to bed at two. So it was a 14 hour extravaganza. And, uh, and I had a great time. I had a great time. And, um, yeah, so I just appreciate it. I love it. It was fun. It started with my pregame show at the Press Room Pub, which was tremendous. It was the best show we've done. There was a, there was a ton of people there, just really great people. The workers are, are great at the Press Room. They treat us very, very well. Frank, the head chef, just you know, he's always killing it out there. He was on our live video. Make sure you go back and watch our stuff, too. You can... Always go to facebook.com backslash live now DT and watch our videos from the Press Room Pub. You can, they're archived, and obviously you can watch them live when they're happening. 
and then uh, we'll put them up on YouTube, and I'll put them up on my website on wakeupcalldt.com. But right now, you can get them on facebook.com backslash livenowdt and on facebook.com backslash wakeupcalldt. So make sure you check it out. And thank you to everybody that watched. We always have a ton of people watching. Uh, former Syracuse players are, you know, will watch from wherever they are in the world, which is uh, such an honor and a privilege. And, and, of course, the man that sits next to me, former Syracuse player Rob Drummond, one of my best friends, who uh, was at my birthday party yesterday for pretty much the entire time. And, uh, and his lady, Miss Trish, who came over and, you know, they didn't say, you know, should we bring anything? Do we need anything? I didn't say, yeah, you got to bring this. You got to bring that. They showed up with so much. It was, it was crazy. Like they showed up with so much stuff. I don't even, I don't even know how to, I really don't. I don't even know how to thank them. I, I just, it was, it was beautiful. It was, it was wonder. I mean, they showed up like, Hey, just in case you didn't have anything, here you go. And I, I really, honestly, I can't, I can't thank him enough for being as helpful. I mean, my friends, we all got friends, right? We all got people that love us. I would not change, change my friends for the world. I wouldn't change them for anything. I wouldn't change my listeners for the world. I wouldn't change my God for the world. I just, I, I love, I love what I got. I love what I have. And, uh, and I appreciate what I have and, and darn it all. I'm just, I feel very honored and valued in this world. And that's because of all of you. So thank you. You know, I, 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 I all the food and, and the gifts and the time and the people, I mean, and it, I, I honestly, I, it was two days ago, uh, two days before my birthday. I was like, you know, I was like, mom, I just kind of want to have people around that I love and I want to have good memories in my home. And I want to be surrounded by good people and I want to laugh and I just want to enjoy each other's company. And I just, I want to be around my support system. I want to be around the people that help me to remember who I am every single day. And you all showed up. I mean, gosh darn it. You, you all showed up and I love you. I love you to pieces. And everybody who couldn't make it, I love you all to pieces. And everybody who wrote messages on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, I love you to pieces. And all my loved ones in heaven, my G-mama, everybody, I love you to pieces. And my parents who are going through a lot in their own lives, who just put the focus on me and made sure I had the best birthday ever, I love you to pieces. So, and, and all my text messages from all my friends and all my all my listeners that shout, you know, sent out Facebook messages and, and text messages, everything, man. Everything, man. everything. You, you guys are great. I, I don't even know how much, I, I don't, I don't know how to thank you because I, I feel like I can't say enough. So, I mean, I had the best birthday that, that I could have ever intended to have. And I'm so thankful to you for that. You know, this year was a friggin' tough year, man. Uh, when it comes to what's going on right now. And you showed up and you made it about me. You didn't make it about that. And you made my birthday great. And I I love you for it. And I thank you for it. And I appreciate you for it. And, uh, and yeah, so happy birthday to me, man. It doesn't get any better than that. So I'm going to keep living my birthday every day by hanging around all the people that 
I hung around with yesterday and, and all my friends in general. I'm going to give you the best show I possibly can. And uh, I'm going to do the best work inside of Dance Tour Broadcast Media with Superpowered Pop and and Wake Up Call and everything else we do. And trivia is coming back. And we're going to have trivia at the Press Room Pub starting in November on Tuesday nights. And, you know, all the live shows at Chick-fil-A and the Wildcat and Press Room. I'm going to keep bringing it, folks. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep giving it to you. So keep picking up what I'm putting down and vice versa. And we're, we'll have a great life together. And if you woke up this morning with any pain, any discomfort, anything negative, I got your back. I love you. I pray that you find peace. And I'm, I'm praying for you every single day. So just love yourself and, and give it up to God and love your life and just make the most of the time that you have. And realize that when you're down and out, you're never down and out. So just just be you, man. Be you all day, every day. No excuses, no apologies. And that's a God bless. And that's a big up to God. So much appreciation for the big guy and much appreciation for for all of you. The amount of love I got on my birthday was more than I could ever I just, I don't, I don't, and that I keep trying to find, I don't know the words. I just know, thank you. God is great. You're all great. Pat yourselves on the back because you, you, you gave me an amazing birthday. And if you're listening to the show right now, pat yourself on the back as long as you're not driving because you gave me a great birthday too. Now it's time to go on the prowl with a team that obviously forgot it was my birthday. Lurking in the shadows is a predator unlike any other. Cities all over the nation, be on alert. This predator doesn't slow down. It doesn't take a break. It's always on the prowl. Joining you on the prowl to talk Jacksonville Jaguars is Dan Tatora. On the prowl here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. The J-A-G-U-A-R-S are not rawr. They are like rawr. <laughs> if they're even, they're like eh. It's like they're trying. Like, eh. Do you have any words? It's like, speak up. I can't hear you. Speak up. I can't hear you. Come on. Come on. You can do it. I mean, this this Jaguars team has has fallen off the face of the earth. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on. You know, I've covered this team and I've, I, I've been connected with the team in my personal life since its institution in 95. And I've been covering the team on site, on location, in some respect for the last 10 years, this being my 10th year. So I personally don't know what to say. You know, they have given up 90 points, 90 points in the last three, week, three weeks. And everybody, oh, you know, Bortles this and Bortles that. This defense has been giving up in a, a disgusting amount of points. 90 points. They've, they've given up 90. They've scored 28. This is a team who beat the Giants to start the season on the road, then beat the Patriots, which they've never done in a regular season. They've never beaten Tom Brady. They hadn't beaten the Patriots since 1999, which was in the playoffs, and they've only beaten the Patriots two times in 13 tries. So that was like, holy crap, this team's going back to the AFC Championship game and maybe they go to the Super Bowl. 
Then they lose to the Titans at home, which they seem to always do. Their record against the Titans is 20-26 and 26 overall. And as I told you, they haven't beaten the Titans on a Sunday in five years for a random stat of the day. The Jets, they defeated the Jets, which they should. They should have beaten the Chiefs, but Bortles threw four interceptions and fumbled the ball. And when you give up five possessions to a team that doesn't need any help, you're going to lose. And then the Cowboys just completely dismantled them in Dallas. And the Cowboys aren't that great of a team as of right now. And then the Texans who barely beat the Bills and needed Nathan Peterman to throw an interception within two minutes left in the game last week in Houston at home, beat the Jaguars 20-7 to in Jacksonville. Now they're playing the Eagles in England, and maybe they should go to England and look for, in London, maybe they should go, you know, go to London and, I don't know, ask Prince William to be or Prince whoever Prince Eric from Little Mermaid at this point somebody needs to play quarterback I don't know who it needs to be now you know that I've been a staunch supporter of Blake Bortles since the beginning I have defended and defended and defended and defended and defended and defended but I am not a stupid person and when I defend somebody it's because there's something to defend I cannot defend Blake Bortles right now I cannot defend two fumbles yesterday. I cannot defend five turnovers against the Chiefs. I cannot defend losing to the Cowboys, who are not the Cowboys of old by any stretch of the imagination, by 33 points. I cannot defend any of this. Now, I told you, the offensive line, almost the entire offensive line, is not healthy. Everybody's been on the injury report, from left tackle all the way down to right tackle. They don't have their starting left tackle, Cam Robinson. They don't have their backup left tackle, Josh Wells. They went out and got Eric Flowers, who did nothing with the Giants and was constantly a, a, a sore thumb on the offensive line. They haven't had Leonard Fournette all season for a full game, if they've had him literally at all, in seven weeks. He has never played a full game this season, and a lot of these games he hasn't played a lick of anything. Corey Grant, who's their secret weapon, He's on the injured reserve list. Marquise Lee's on injured reserve. Austin Severian Jenkins is on injured reserve. TJ Yeldon's been playing injured. Jamal Charles didn't have a job, and they called him in. Carlos Hyde just got there. So, to me, there are a lot of issues on offense. And, you know, injuries are something, and ironically, they happened when Doug Marone was at Syracuse. When Doug Marone was at Syracuse, the injury bug bit the orange, and there, you can't control it. You can't control it. And it will take its toll on a team. You cannot control it, and it will take its toll on a team. And the issue that I find with all of this is the fact that the defense is falling apart. You know, it's like as the offense goes, so the defense goes. You know, I would think that this defense would make it a tight game and it would just be Bortles not getting it done. So the injuries are going to hurt you. The injuries are going to affect you. The attitude of Jalen Ramsey is disgusting. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. He is a child. I cannot stand the way that he's acting right now. I really honestly can't. He is acting like a child. He's acting like it's all about him and it's all about... It's all about Jalen and how Jalen feels, and it's stupid. He has been a selfish player 
He has been a selfish part of this team since he came to the team. Is he a good corner? Yeah. But he's been sucking it up too. He's been playing like garbage too. He's been messing things up too. DeAndre Hopkins embarrassed him last week or this past game. So to me, you could say whatever you want to say. Like you see the issue. You see the turmoil. You could cut it like a knife. You can this. You can that. You know what, Jalen Ramsey? You could play better football. You could get out of your own head and play better football because Blake Bortles isn't what isn't doing a good job at quarterback, but you're not doing a good job at cornerback. So you can say what you want to say about this, that, and the other, but you're an issue too. You're a problem too. Your mouth is a problem. Your arrogance is a problem. Your undenying cockiness is a problem. And confidence and cockiness is a fine line. And you cross that line. And wide receivers are crossing the line into the end zone on you. So fix it. Blake Bortles is not making you play bad defense. Blake Bortles is not making you give up 90 points in three weeks. That's you and the defense, Jalen. That's the defense that was the best in the country last year, Jalen. So don't do interviews post-game and cause drama and bring up the broken this and broken that. Figure out what the hell you guys are doing wrong and fix it. I can't stand Jalen's face and his eyes and his attitude because you can see on his face and in his eyes that he is that person in a relationship that will blame the other person until his dying breath because he can't accept the fact that some of it's on him too. And I've kept my mouth shut about Jalen Ramsey running his mouth all the friggin' time. Except for when he did it before the Super Bowl because I thought that, you know, Jacksonville used the material that the Steelers gave him to beat the Steelers and face the Patriots. And then Jalen Ramsey gave the material to the Patriots in an ironic turn of events where it's like, okay, so you springboarded off of the Pittsburgh Steelers talking crap and then you talked crap and you lost. So you made yourself the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Patriots for what reason? What advantage do you have to say, we're going to the Super Bowl and we're going to win that expletive? And you're calling the Super Bowl that B-I-T-C-H. That, you're, you're disrespecting the Super Bowl now? We're going to win that. Okay. How about you win it, celebrate, and still don't be cocky? You know how many things I've achieved in my life? And I've never been cocky. I've never been a person that my friends or my family can go, mm, Daniel, you're... Uh, you're loving, you're loving Dan Satora in kind of a disrespectful way right now. I'm not a cocky person. But listening to Jalen Ramsey postgame is embarrassing. If I'm next to him in the locker room, I'm like, dude, are you for us or against us? Are you on this team or are you on the other team? Because you know what he says to the media. Normally, people might tailor down. So if he's being like this to the media, Jesus only knows what he's doing behind closed doors with this team to Blake and to everybody. I love you when you're up. I hate you when you're down. That's not a good person. That's not a good relationship. Everybody loves everybody when everything is good. It's when you know what hits the fan that you find out who your real friends are, who your family is, if your wife is worth it, if your husband's worth it. You find out reality when disaster strikes. When there's a tornado, I run to protect everybody. 
I know people that just run and leave you there like they never even known you. Like, sorry, you're going to die in this tornado, but I got to save my butt. The irony of all that is the person that runs and doesn't protect and love the people that love them, they end up getting sucking up and sucked up in the tornado and the tornado is coming directly at you and somehow you survive because God's got your back. So I just don't get it. I don't get why Jalen Ramsey is putting gasoline, kerosene, whatever on this fire. Just come out and say you want another quarterback. You already have. It already feels that way. So just say it. Just admit it. I want another quarterback. I only like Blake Bortles when he plays well. But Blake Bortles did not give up 90 points in three weeks. Blake Bortles did not injure Cam Robinson, injure Leonard Fournette, injure Austin Severian Jenkins, injure Marquise Lee, injure TJ Yeldon, injure Corey Grant, injure Josh Wells, injure Andrew Norwell, injure Brandon Linder, injure AJ Can, injure Jeremy Parnell. He didn't do that. Yeah, he's making mistakes. But there's a lot of issues, and the defense is not his fault, and the injuries are not his fault. And Jalen, you know, it's like everybody in that locker room, and I can speak from first person because you've heard them on my show. You have heard me interview them in the locker room. I have stood in that locker room for the better part of the last 10 years. When Blake Bortles and the team were winning, everybody loved the guy. And I understand frustration. I get it, but Jalen Ramsey sounds like he's not behind any of his teammates. It sounds like it's Jalen Ramsey and only Jalen Ramsey, and I know he's talented, but he's been screwing up, and he's running his mouth, and Tom Coughlin's old school. I could see Tom Coughlin trading for a quarterback and be like, give me a quarterback and a pick, or give me a quarterback and somebody else on your team. How about this, Oakland? Give me Amari Cooper and Derek Carr, and you can have Jalen Ramsey. Because John Gruden's not going to put up with his BS either. Jalen Ramsey is still on the Jacksonville Jaguars with Tom Coughlin in the building and Doug Marone in the building because he's played well. Knowing the personalities of being around these guys, nothing inside of me believes that Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone enjoy, and this is me speaking from my perspective. I can't speak for them. I'm just I'm just giving you my outside looking in. The personalities of Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone don't seem to gel with Jalen Ramsey. They don't seem to make sense with Jalen Ramsey. It doesn't seem to be a happy marriage, but he's played well, and how do you let him go? See, that's a mistake with John Gruden and Khalil Mack. Okay, we don't get along, but why'd you let him go? But in the case of Jalen Ramsey, now he's not playing well. Now he's going out there and he can't cover his own damn self. He keeps doing this and he want you know and he wants to allude to Blake Bortles this and Blake Bortles that. You might be going with Blake Bortles. You might be a package deal, baby. God bless me. But it's just, I mean. Ramsey is that thing in a locker room that can kill a team. Because he starts talking to this guy and that guy, and, oh, okay, you agree with me that Blake is da-da-da. Oh, you agree with me that the offense is screwing up. You know, let's not go to dinner with these guys. You know, let's do like – and then all of a sudden, it's it's the whole team is just dismantled. Jalen Ramsey is a problem – 
because he is not playing well. He constantly runs his mouth, and now he's running his mouth against his own team. There's nothing that's off of the target. There's no target that's off limits. There's nobody that's not in the sniper seeker of Jalen Ramsey, including his own locker room. So we want to talk about Bortles. Let's talk about Jalen Ramsey. Let's talk about the reality of the fact that this guy can't help himself from being a Fairweather fan and a Fairweather friend. He's that friend that loves you today and hates you tomorrow if you can't get him tickets to the concert he wants to go to. And that's not a friend. He's talented. But everybody's figured him out. The worst thing, and this is the thing, he painted a dart on his back and he, he painted he painted a bullseye, pardon me, on his back and on every single Jaguars defender when he called everybody trash. What was the point and the reason for doing that in the preseason? Eli Manning's this, Derek Carr, like, what was the point of doing that? What did you gain from doing that? What made it better for doing that? I always ask people when they make decisions that I don't understand that seem to be hurtful, what is your end game? What are you trying to achieve? When you abandon a relationship, what are you trying to achieve? When you swear and you yell and you threaten and you cheat and you lie and you steal, what positive outcome are you trying to achieve? When you run your mouth and call people out that don't even bother with you, when you pick fights in a bar with people who don't even know you, what are you trying to achieve? You are so unhappy internally, you got nothing in there that you got to put something out there to make you feel worthy. Jalen, get a hobby. Pray to God. I mean, he puts up all these God messages and God this and God that on Twitter, and then you hear him talk. Live in word and deed. Don't tell everybody it's, you know, uh, you know. here's a quote from the Bible. That, you know, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art, thou, art, thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff doth protect me. Do you believe that? Are you a poser or are you real? Are you a contender or a pretender? You attack everybody, but nobody can say that what you're doing to this team is detrimental. That your attitude, even when they're winning, is detrimental. You cannot help but run your mouth. You cannot shut up, ever. You cannot be humble. Hey, NFL, I think all the other 31 teams suck and I'm going to... And I'm going to beat the hell out of everybody because every quarterback's trash and I'm Jesus Christ and I just came back for a second time. Why? Why? What is the benefit to the Jaguars? What is the end game? What are you hoping to achieve? How does that make the team better? Go to work and prove yourself. Prove yourself. Work your butt off every day. You could be proud of yourself. You could be confident in yourself. You could feel good about yourself. But that is not what this is. This is a me, 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 me. And
And those that locker room yesterday is embarrassing to the Jaguars. If I'm Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone, Jalen Ramsey is in my office. And if he's looking down at the ground and he can't look me in the eye and he's on his phone, he's like, man, and he's shaking his head and he's looking out the window and he can't wait to leave, then he's suspended for the next game. What are we losing? What are the Jaguars losing by suspending Jalen Ramsey for the next game? He can't guard anybody. He can't do anything that he said he could do. His words were bigger than his actions. He bit off more than he could chew. He spoke a big game but can't walk. He spoke softly but did not carry a big stick. This man is on the verge of checking out for the rest of the season. And what benefit does that do for a team that is falling fast? Well, yeah, we need Blake Bortles to score. I agree. But when you give up 90 points in three weeks, guess what? It's very damn hard to figure that out. Because this defense has Calais Campbell, Malik Jackson, Aubrey Jones, Marcel Darius, Miles Jack, Telvin Smith, A.J. Boye, Jalen Ramsey, Barry Church, Tayshawn Gibson. They're all back. They're all there. No excuses. Yeah, when the defense is on the field the majority of the game, like I said last week, that's going to affect the defense. They will make mistakes no matter how good you are. If you're on the field for three out of four quarters like they were last week, then there's going to be an issue. I agree with that. I understand that. I get that. But you're still giving up plays. You're still screwing up. You still made the Cowboys look like they were Super Bowl worthy. The Cowboys beat you 40-7. to The only team that the Cowboys were beating before they killed you was themselves. So the issues are all over the place. Does Doug Marone have control of the team? Is Jalen Ramsey's virus now infecting other people? What is going through Blake Wardle's head? Are injuries just depressing everybody to the point where nobody plays like themselves? These are all questions. These are all questions. Good people and good teams give answers. There's questions, they give answers. Some teams run. Some people run, and they never give you an answer. The people that stay and fight give you an answer. The Jaguars are not fighting right now. The Jaguars are not doing anything right now. They are sitting there laying down and letting people walk all over them. You beat the Patriots. You beat Tom Brady for the first time ever, and you cannot move the ball. The leading running back for the Jaguars yesterday was Blake Bortles. Six carries for 30 yards. And that's the one thing that he can do is run the ball. TJ Yeldon, 12 carries for 28 yards, 2.3 yards a carry. Jamal Charles was given one carry. So he's on the team, but they don't trust him enough to run the damn ball. I know you got you to gotta get it instituted into the play calling and the techniques and the this and the that and the playbook and whatnot, but you're running the ball. Jamal, I need you to take this ball and I need you to run it up the gut. Jamal, I need you to catch this ball out of the backfield. Jamal, I need you to take this pitch. Jamal, I need you to do this flea flicker. Jamal, have you played football before? Then show it. 
But obviously, he's not getting a lot of touches, which tells me that Nate Hackett may not think that he's ready. Cody Kessler came in and was 21 of 30 for 156 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Cody Kessler has good numbers. He did some good things. But, again, the offensive line being unhealthy and having Eric Flowers and having their third third option at left tackle in Eric Flowers, they gave up four sacks. They gave up four sacks. And on the defensive side for Jacksonville, this is not Blake Bortles' fault. They had one sack. The team that had, what, 22 sacks to, in the first three games last year, they had one sack against Deshaun Watson. One. They allowed 100 yards on the ground to Lamar Miller, who doesn't do anything to anybody ever. He's virtually harmless. Blake Bortles continues to be a turnover machine. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be negative Nancy up here. I'm being honest. This team is floundering. This team is suffering. And nobody's stopping it. Yes, Blake is turning the ball over. Yes, injuries are killing this team. Yes, the running situation has not worked out. Yes, the defense cannot stop anybody. So, where is the first move? It started with Blake Bortles, and then it's a D, and then it's a, and then it, and then it's. It started with injuries. It started with Leonard Fournette being out, then Cam Robinson being out, then Blake Bortles, then Josh Wells getting hurt. So then the backup left tackle who's been on the team is now gone. So then you bring in Eric Flowers, and then it's you know losing Corey Grant, and it's losing Austin Safarian Jenkins, and then it's the defense, and then it's the turnovers, and then it's more defense. Go back to the root of the problem and start to break it down. The problem that so many people have in life is that you cut off the branches, but the tree still stands. You got to cut the tree down. You got to cut the tree down. You got to take every root out of the ground like the tree was never friggin' there. The scar may be there. Where the roots used to be may be there in the ground, but eventually you will heal. Eventually that ground will breed a new tree or grass. Flatten out all of the markings from the roots. All of those lines that were made in the soil will go away. And you will live to breathe another day. But you have to uproot the tree. Because you go get another quarterback, the defense still sucks. You go get another quarterback, the offensive line is still injured. You go get another quarterback, who's the running back? That's how you determine what the problem is. Because it's all Blake's fault, right? To so many people, it's all Blake's fault. But if you brought in Derek Carr or you brought in Eli Manning, they still have a porous offensive line. They still have trouble running the ball. They still are giving up 90 points in three games on defense. Cody Kessler came in, went 21-30, threw a touchdown pass, and the defense still gave up points. The defense still let Lamar Miller run. The defense still couldn't stop Deshaun Jackson. The defense only sacked him one time. The defense could not stop DeAndre Hopkins. Deshaun Jackson's playing with an injury to his hand, and he's still 
beating you. So figure it out. It's not all Blake Portals' fault. Get to the root of the problem. Put the team in a room. And as hard as it is, put the 53 men on the roster in the room with the practice squad. Put everybody that's on the team in some way, shape, or form in that room. Put all the coaches in the room. Ask the coaches what the problems are. Ask the players what the problems are separately. And then bring them all together and find solutions. Hey, the coaches said X, Y, and Z. What do you think, players? Hey, the players said X, Y, and Z. What do you think, coaches? This is not a place for egos. This is not a place for cockiness. This is not a place for childish behavior. This is not a place for ignorance. This is not a place for lack of caring. This is a place of if you're on this team and you're on the roster and you're on the staff and you want to have a better season, then you need to sit down you need to have a discussion and you need to do it this morning. No problem is ever solved by forgetting about it and throwing a blanket over it. As I've told people many, many times, if you put a blanket on top of all your problems, eventually that blanket has so many bumps in it that you can't even walk on the blanket without tripping yourself and falling on your face. You keep shoving stuff under a blanket, you're going to trip on it, and it's going to hurt. There's a reason why the airlines say that you can only have two bags that you bring on the plane with you. So why are you going to take all the other baggage? This team is only getting worse. There's only more problems. There's only more fingers that could be potentially being pointed this morning. So sit everybody down and ask them collectively, what is the issue? Find common ground. Let them hear each other and then go from there. It doesn't serve anybody for Doug to have an ego, Tom Coughlin to have an ego, the coaching staff in general, the players. It doesn't serve anybody to have an ego. This is the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is not the Jalen Ramsey Jaguars, the Doug Marone Jaguars, the Tom Coughlin Jaguars. This is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that city deserves better than I don't know. This city deserves better than I don't care. You grew up thinking the worst answer that anybody could give you is no. It's not. It's maybe. The elongated no. The the never-ending no. When you're, when you're asking someone, how do we fix the problem in our relationship? And they say, I don't know. 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 Worst three words, some of the worst three words in the book when put together. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I'm trying to fix this. How do we do it? I don't know. Nothing would have ever gotten achieved. Bunch of people working on a road. Hey, how do we, how do we build roads? I don't know. How do we build this building? I don't know. How do we build up? This church, I don't know. How do we get married? I don't know. How do you put a studio together so that you can broadcast live? I don't know. It's a cop-out. I hope somebody else does it. If every person on your block said, "I'm," my voice keeps going in and out. It's coming back. Hopefully, it'll be here soon. But if somebody says on your block, I'm not putting my trash out because my neighbor can do it. If everybody said that, then everybody's house would stink of disgusting trash and there would be no reason to have trash people. So then those trash people, they stop coming out. So now when you do put your trash out, there's nobody to pick it up. I'll recycle. You know, I don't need to recycle. Bob will recycle. Sarah will recycle. Timmy will recycle. Steve will recycle. Sally will recycle. Then nobody recycles. Then the earth gets bad. 
then the environment gets affected. You can't live life saying somebody else needs to figure it out. So the Jacksonville Jaguars need to have a look in the mirror personally and collectively, and they need to talk about it. It doesn't help for Jalen Ramsey to call Malik Jackson and Malik to call Avery Jones and Blake to call TJ and TJ to call Leonard. Just talk to each other. And I'm not insinuating that that's happening. I'm making an example. Talk to each other. Doug Marone looks to have no control of this team. Tom Coughlin has no control of this team. Jalen Ramsey has no control of himself ever. And Blake Bortles looks like he cannot get out of his own damn head, which is what happened to Eric Dungy. Just Eric Dungy didn't play as bad. When problems arise, there are two types of people. Solvers and I'll figure it out some days. I have had relationships with women who do not ever want to find a solution. They're afraid of confrontation. They want you to figure it out. They want to wake up the next day and you to just forget about that you cared about your feelings, your life, or anything, and just be numb to the world like they are. People know men and women who have done this. I am a problem solver. I am a problem solver. That is how I live my life. If something happens today at 10.37 a.m., I want to solve it right now. And it may take time, but I'm going to get the ball rolling right now. You can't live life around people who look at it and say, there's a problem at 10.37. I'll handle this three Mondays from now, but five minutes into the conversation, if I don't like how it's going, I'll just wait and handle it later. You got to be ready to take on the world. It's not easy, but you got to do it. You have to do it. And this Jaguars team cannot sit here and just keep going through the motions because that's a sign of a bad relationship. None of these things have been worked out. There's no resolutions. I'm, I'm not happy. You're not happy. So let's just keep playing football and looking like idiots. There's got to be a better way. And there is. It's called open dialogue and communication. It's called being one. Because a house against, that a house against itself cannot stand. A house against itself cannot stand. We'll take a step aside for a fast break, and we'll be back. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Utica Pizza Company spells family. Your family. My family. Their family. The recipes that they have shared with each other throughout the years and have now been so gracious to share them with us. I can sit here and talk with you about all the great things that are on the menu. We'd be here forever. So let me say this. Utica Pizza Company is second to none. And now you can bring it home with you and you can dine in in the restaurant. UticaPizzaCompany.com will give you all the information that you need. And let me say, these Utica Greens, they're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. 
Gear up with the real deal at Drysig Apparel. Creating what people are going to see and learn about you before they even meet you. Gear up for what you need for your team, business, or event. So look professional, look good, and feel good. Outfit yourself at DrysigApparel.com. That's D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Apparel.com. The only place to gear up with the real deal. What's the universal language of a fan? Clapping your hands. With Fan Hands, the ultimate sports fan accessory, find your team color, slip them on, and start cheering on your favorite team with 11 different colors always in stock on FanHands.com, where you'll find the ultimate sports fan accessory. Real fans wear Fan Hands. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature sport court where you can enjoy basketball, volleyball, pickleball, soccer, lacrosse, and more year-round in their indoor facility. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora here on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. And I appreciate you being here and being a part of the show and, and being with Wake Up Call with Dan Storm. Be with me, hanging out with me in the morning every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here on MixLR.com backslash Wake Up Call DT. I greatly appreciate it and can't thank you enough for being a part of Wake Up Call with Dan Storm and being a part of my life and just being awesome. Everything that's, that you're doing, I appreciate it, and I thank you for it. And all the good stuff, all that positivity, never, ever, 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 ever goes away. So thank you for the positivity, and uh, thank you for the love and, and for all that you're bringing. I hope you had a great weekend, and I hope you're being good to yourself. And if you're not, well, then, you know, you're <laughs> you're on alert by me that you better start being good to yourself, okay? So be good. My birthday is going to keep going because I'm going to keep celebrating God, celebrating myself, and being alive every single day. And I'm going to celebrate with you, and we're going to have fun. Speaking of celebrations, since the Jaguars couldn't have one yesterday, let's talk about who did have a celebration yesterday. Now, before well, before we get into yesterday, I got to talk about this game. The Denver Broncos, 45-10. to annihilate the Arizona Cardinals on the road. The Broncos are three and four. The Cardinals are one and six. This is what the Cardinals look like before they brought in Kurt Warner. The Cardinals are atrocious. They are awful. David Johnson is not even running the ball well because they're one-dimensional. Josh Rosen threw three interceptions. I told you his top target would become Christian Kirk sooner than later, and Christian Kirk was this past week. But this Denver Broncos team, by the way, I told you to play Philip Lindsay and Emmanuel Sanders. If you listen to me, they they both led respectively. Lindsay led in rushing. Sanders led in receiving. They both scored. 
So hopefully you listen to me on those. But, you know, the Denver Broncos, are they contenders? Are they pretenders? I don't think we can say they're contenders because they beat the Cardinals. But the Cardinals, the wheels have just fallen off, man. And you used to be able to win the NFC West by being 7-9. and nine. But the NFC West has the Rams now. And the Niners don't have Garoppolo. The Cardinals are all over the place. I don't know if the coaching staff is working. I mean, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Seahawks love the definition of insanity, though. Obviously, your offensive line is not helping you run the ball. The people running the ball are not helping you run the ball. The guys that have, like Chris Carson, you give them the ball and then you take it away. It, it makes no sense. Seattle is all over the place. The Niners can't figure it out without Jimmy Garoppolo because they threw all their eggs in one basket and their money in one basket for the most part. And then, you know, you look at the Cardinals who, you know, I think will be good in the future, but the Rams were smart. The Rams said, listen, Sean McVay is a phenomenal offensive mind. Jared Goff is a good quarterback. Todd Gurley's arguably the best running back in the game. But Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup could have been a third or fourth string guy on another team. He stepped it up. Brandon Cooks has Brandon Cooks didn't even do well in New England. Brandon Cooks has stepped it up. Robert Woods, for goodness sakes, was nothing in Buffalo. Robert Woods has stepped it up because they're in a good system with a good coach and a good quarterback who's moving the ball, and their defense. They spent money on defense. They went out and they got defense. They're like, we have Aaron Donald. So let's, all, let's go get Indomitian Sue. We have one of them. Why not have two of them? Why not get Marcus Peters from Kansas City who can't play defense anymore? It's the Los Angeles Rams said, what do we have a lot of that we can lose? And it was receivers. It was too many offensive players. So they shed them. And they went from, let's say, having 8, 9, 10 to saying, okay, we have five. So we have Cooper Cup. We have Brandon Cooks. We have Robert Woods. Robert Woods doesn't cost that much. Brandon Cooks doesn't cost that much. Cooper Cup is on a rookie contract. So I can't imagine he's costing that much. Then you went and spent money on defense. And look at the Rams. They said, where are we weak? Where do we need help? We can score. We can't stop. So what do we need to do to do that? And teams were stupid enough to give them what they needed. So shout out to the Rams because they're friggin' running the show. And why am I not seeing the Rams on Sunday night and Monday night? I should be watching the Rams in prime time all the time. Change the schedule. The Rams just killed San Francisco on the road. 39-10. to 10 in the game. The Rams gave up 13 points in their first game against the Raiders. They gave up no points to the Cardinals. They gave up 23 to the Chargers, who I think are better than people give them respect for. They gave up 31 to the Vikings, who I think are better than maybe people give them respect for. They gave up 31 to the Seahawks, which that was a blunder. They gave up 20 to the Broncos and 10 to the Niners. They have gutted out wins. Close wins, wins that are... I mean, you're beat. Okay, teams like the Raiders, the Cardinals, the Niners, you're winning handily. Teams like the Seahawks, who have good games here and there, it was a close one. Teams like the Broncos, who I don't really know where to put them right now. Are they playoffs? Are they not? They gutted it out. 
Teams like the Vikings, who are going to score, they gutted it out. Teams like the Chargers, who they beat 35-23, to who are better than give them credit for, they gutted it out, and they won by double digits. The Rams' defense sacked the 49ers seven times and forced four turnovers in the game. I thought Rams-Jaguars Super Bowl potentially at the beginning of the season. If the Rams play the Jaguars in the Super Bowl, it would be eighty. It would be eighty-three to ten. Rams. If I didn't already allude to that, Aaron Donald sacked C.J. Beathard yesterday four times by himself. There's some teams that don't have two sacks in two games, three games. Aaron Donald had four sacks on the quarterback by himself. Todd Gurley looks amazing. Brandon Cooks, this is the Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks could not get it done with Drew Brees. Brandon Cooks could not get it done with Tom Brady. But in the offense of Sean McVay, Brandon Cooks is getting it done with Jared Goff. And I'm not saying Jared Goff is better than Tom Brady and Drew Brees. I'm just saying. Brandon Cooks just needed to find a good home, and he did. He just needed to get somewhere where he fit in, where it made sense, and he did, and it does. The Chargers got a one out in England against the Titans. Titans been playing a lot of close games. They're 3-4 and four as well. Same record as the Jags, but they beat them head-to-head. The Chargers are 5-2. and two. And think about the Chargers, okay? Tennessee is very close to the East Coast, so you jump the pond. The Chargers are like, do we go over the Pacific Ocean or over the Atlantic Ocean? Which way is quicker? The Chargers had to travel. Very, Chargers are on the West Coast going all the way to England, and they found a way to win the game. And they didn't have Melvin Gordon. Tyrell Williams had 118 yards on four catches and a touchdown. Keenan Allen had 72 yards. Mike Williams had a touchdown, only had one catch in the game. Mike Williams ran the ball once. Austin Eckler ran the ball 12 times. The team only had 47 yards rushing, and they gave up 164 yards rushing to Tennessee. Deion Lewis ran 91 yards on 13 carries, seven yards carry. Derrick Henry had a touchdown. Tajay Sharp had seven catches for 101 yards on nine targets. The Chargers defense gave up 401 yards to the Titans and still won. And you can thank Phillip Rivers, 306 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Marcus Mariota threw an interception. In a close game, the team that makes less mistakes and guts it out. That's what happened. Minimize your mistakes and gut it out. And they did. Minimize your mistakes and gut it out. And I got nothing but respect for the Chargers right now. And I got a lot of respect for the Titans because they're in all these games. And the Titans, you know, with Marcus Mariota, I'm thinking this team should be 1-6. and six. Two and five. The Patriots had a hell of a game against the Bears. And are the Bears not having some fun? 
I picked up Mitch Trubisky because both of my quarterbacks were on a bye week. He got me a couple touchdowns and 333 yards. The Chicago Bears outran the New England Patriots. Mitch Trubisky led the team in rushing. Eight carry, six carries for 81 yards, 13.5 yards carry, and a touchdown. Trey Burton has been killing it. I ne- I never understand why Super Bowl team, and I understand, I mean, I get it in the money sense, you know, like you can't afford everybody after the Super Bowl because everybody wants money because they want a Super Bowl and they're a hot commodity and strike why the iron's hot and yada, yada, yada. But why would the Eagles let Trey Burton go? I mean, unless they loved him so much to say like, hey, we have Zach Ertz. So, you know, we don't want you to sit behind him. We'd rather you be a starter somewhere else. But why would you want him to help a team win games, especially in the NFC and you're in the NFC? So, I mean, Trey Burton's killing it. Nine catches, 11 targets, 126 yards, and a touchdown. Kevin White is not injured and actually playing football out of West Virginia, and I hope to Jesus he never gets hurt again. I hope he never gets a paper cut or sprains his pinky. This man's entire NFL career has been injuries. He was targeted twice. He caught them both. He had 64 yards. I said Mitch Trubisky would take time. Throwing him to the fire last year I don't think was going to make him look good. But damn it, he scored 31. He helped the team score 31 points against the Patriots, who had to win on the road by a touchdown. And yeah, Mitch Trubisky threw a couple interceptions, but damn it if he didn't play a, a really good game. And with 4:13 left in the game, he gave everybody a chance when he threw an 11-yard pass to Trey Burton in the end zone, 38-31. This game was still within reach of the Bears the entire time. So Mitch Trubisky, his second year out of North Carolina, I covered him there. Shout out to you and congratulations. Let's go to the team who is the only team in the country that can score five points because the Cleveland Browns have gotten better. And I told you that the worst team in football is the Buffalo Bills at the beginning of the season. The Jaguars might want to fight that one. Uh, I love what uh, Gusser just said. He Gusser's in our, our fantasy football challenge, a wake-up call fantasy football challenge. And I uh, I needed a quarterback yesterday because I have Aaron Rodgers, who is off, and I had – I'm trying to think now. I had Aaron Rodgers, and on the team I also had – Let's see here. I have so many different teams. Oh, I had Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. So they were both off, and I needed a quarterback. And it was kind of slim pickings, so I rolled the dice on Mitch Trubisky because for whatever reason, he seems to be able to score and move the ball down the field. And he has pleasantly surprised me. So I picked him up, and he went to work for me, thank God, and uh, and made the game fun and made the game interesting. And gave me something to be proud of because I would not think to pick up a Chicago Bears quarterback really uh, anytime, <laughs> uh, you know, in the, in recent history. Would I would I sit here with that notion to pick up somebody like that? I would I would venture to ask someone if they were if they were on some type of of substance if they had said that with Jay Cutler or Rex Grossman or anything like that. So, back to the team that scores five points in a game. The Buffalo Bills. 
They went on the road to Indianapolis. Andrew Luck fumbled out of bounds in the end zone for a safety in the third quarter, and Stephen Hauschka kicked a field goal in the third quarter. The only time the Bills scored was in the third quarter, and the Colts did not score in that quarter. Uh, Eric Swoop had a pass from Andrew Luck. Marlon Mack had a pass from Andrew Luck. T.Y. Hilton had a pass. Boom, boom, boom in succession in the second quarter. Vinatieri, who I picked up, who somebody must have left off when he was off or something like that. Adam Vinatieri kicked a field goal right before halftime. Then T.Y. Hilton had another touchdown. Marlon Mack had another touchdown. You know, Marlon Mack has not looked good in the NFL against any team in two years. And then plays Buffalo and scores two touchdowns, one passing and one re- and one rushing. Or one receiving and one rushing. Marlon Mack had 126 yards on the ground and a touchdown on 19 carries. 6.6 yards a carry, and he was the second-leading receiver on Indianapolis. Thank the Buffalo Bills for that. Thank the Buffalo Bills for that. I used to think the only team that could score five points was Cleveland. And Cleveland, for the 100 millionth time, went into overtime. They always go into overtime. The Cleveland Browns this season have gone into overtime repeatedly. They tied the Steelers 21 to 21 after playing in overtime. They just went into overtime at Tampa and lost 26 to 23. They went into overtime with the Ravens and won 12 to 9. I mean, this team, almost half the time that they play football, they play in overtime. Oh, pardon me. They went into overtime with the Raiders. So it is, it is more than half. Four out of seven games this season they've played in overtime. Four out of seven games. So you tell me the Cleveland Browns are not a threat? They just need to finish a game. They just need to wrap it up. Because they've played seven games this season, and they have played overtime four times. More than 50% of the time they're going overtime. Chandler Cantanzaro's 59-yard field goal with a minute 50 left in overtime won the game for Tampa outdoors. In the fourth quarter, Nick Chubb had a touchdown run and Jarvis Landry had a pass for Baker Mayfield. The team was down 23-9 heading into the fourth quarter and the Cleveland Browns shut out the Bucks defensively. They shut them out on offense and then Baker Mayfield and company led the charge for two touchdowns back-to-back. Down 23-9 heading into the fourth quarter. The defense shuts out the Bucs in the fourth quarter, and Baker Mayfield leads two touchdown drives to force overtime. This Cleveland Browns team is 2-4-1, but damn it, they're so much better than that. They're so much better than that. And I hope you start watching them four overtimes in seven games. This is not the Cleveland Browns of two years ago, three years ago, five years ago, seven years ago. This Cleveland Browns team, yeah, they need to finish. Yeah, they need to find a way to get to the door, shut the door, lock the door, and turn the alarm on. But darn it if they aren't close. Because the Cleveland Browns of old would have lost to Tampa 30-3. to Let's take a step aside for a fast break. We'll be back in just a moment. This is a wake-up call fast break. 
Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature Top It breakfast bar with over 30 different toppings to personalize the most important meal of the day, all complimentary with your stay. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Having peace of mind when you're out of town, that your furry loving friend is safe and sound, means taking them to Canine Campground. Because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets, it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound. Right, Lily? So take a ride to 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, New York, and see Canine Campground and where your dog will be staying, in the classic cabin, the executive cabin, the grand cabin, or of course, the luxury cabin, because if you know Lily, you know she loves luxury. Now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days. Call Canine Campground at 315-299-4013. That's 315-299-4013. Their drop-off and pick-up times are Monday through Sunday. Check K9Campground.com for more information. That's the letter K, the number 9, and campground spelled with a K, dot com. K9Campground.com. When you're going out of town, bring your dog to K9Campground. Consistency is, well, consistently hard to find. Unless you head to 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, the home of the Penn and Trophy Center, who has been serving us Central and Upstate New Yorkers, as well as beyond, for decades. The Penn and Trophy Center on 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, gives you an amazing and unique way to customize a memory today. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. Be it an Employee of the Month award, a sports award, something for your business, engraving for your family, your loved ones, anniversaries, birthday parties, and so much more, including remembering somebody who served in the military. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. The definition of consistency is Penn and Trophy. Browse their products on penandtrophy.com. That's penandtrophy.com. And call them for more information at 315-422-8797. That's 315-422-8797. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue, in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, 
information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortor on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Just want to show you some love and thank you for being a part of the show. And the Syracuse Stallions game is fastly approaching. If you want to see pro basketball back at Syracuse, buy your tickets now at SyracuseStallions.com. That's SyracuseStallions.com. Come. I want to thank Monster Energy for fueling the show. My favorite is the Ultra Red, zero calories, zero sugar. Let me know your favorite by putting hashtag be a monster and sending it to me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can get us on Facebook by going to facebook.com backslash wake up call DT. Oh, my mother. Facebook.com backslash wake up call DT. I'm still enjoying my birthday. My mind is asleep still. Facebook.com backslash wake up call DT or at wake up call DT on Facebook. Twitter at call DT and Instagram at wake up call underscore DT. On tomorrow's show, you'll hear my one on one conversation with Mo Neal, running back of the Syracuse Orange following the victory over the North Carolina Wildcats. North Carolina. Oh my gosh, darn it. North Carolina Tar Heels. They call this what is this the birthday hangover for a sober guy? That should be the name. That should be the name of of a stand up comedy act that I do. Birthday hangover from a sober guy. So we'll talk with Mo Neal tomorrow on the show. You will also hear my Chick Fil A special with Cicero North Syracuse. I can't wait to share that with you. There are a ton of laughs, and you need to come out to Chick Fil A and come see us in the Wildcat. Come see us at Press Room pub and come see us and wherever I'm at because we always have a lot of fun with the crowd that's there. So we, you will be hearing from the CNS North Stars as they continue their quest in the postseason to win, win, and win some more. So they will be with me tomorrow. You will hear from Shy Broadwater and you will, you'll hear from Shy. you'll hear from Jai, you'll hear from, from Jordan, you'll hear from Connor, and you'll hear from Jeremiah, as well as head coach Dave Klein, straight from Chick-fil-A Cicero, the special that we did there. Shout out to Jim Sikowski and the team for all the great things that they're doing at Chick-fil-A Cicero, and shout out to CNS for all the great things they're doing. And they are hosting a doubleheader this coming Friday that I will be at and can't wait to see. So they will be on the show tomorrow. Big time show with CNS. Get ready to laugh and get ready to have some fun and enjoy life and get to know everybody a little bit better. Uh, Mo Neal will be on the show and the ingredients to success proudly brought to you by Utica Beats Company and, and It's a Utica Thing. And part of the ingredients to the success of my birthday was ordering pizza and wings from Utica Beats Company. So thank you to Giuseppe, Phil, Charlie, and the entire team for making my birthday awesome and every day in central and upstate New York, doing everything you do with It's a Utica Things, sauces, tomato pie, uh, dressing, and crushed red pepper that you can buy in stores all throughout the counties of, of central and upstate New York and beyond. And thank you to Utica Pizza Company, now in Whitesboro, and also on 628 South Main Street, North Syracuse, New York, for giving us great takeout, dine-in, catering, and delivery I can't thank you enough for all that you do. And when we needed the pizza and the wings in the 11th hour, you came through and they were ready in less than a half an hour. So thank you. Thank calling the day of in the moment. So thank you to Utica Pizza Company and thank you to everyone, including Giuseppe, 
who took care of my order and took care of me. So God bless you all. Have a great day. I'll talk with you soon. Be good to each other and know that I am always praying for you, always hoping for you. And that if you think that no one in this world wants you to achieve your dreams, no one in this world believes in God, no one in this world is going through a struggle, no one in this world will love me and appreciate me and pray for me. I want you to delete that sentence and, and add in Dan, don't take out no one and put Dan Satora. Dan Satora will believe in me. Dan Satora will pray for me. Dan Satora will hope for me. Dan Satora will be there for me. And then understand that the only reason why I can do any of those things is because the God up above allows me to do so and gave me the chance to. Have a great day. Happy birthday to me again because I love my birthday. And thank you to everybody. Much love, much appreciation, and just. Treat every day like it's the greatest day of your life. I'll talk to you soon.